don't allow life to affect your praise. Instead, allow praise to affect your life. And now for A Short Path to a Great Life, Part 2. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. <laughs> Welcome all of you joining us by television or those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. We'd like to share just a little humor. A gentleman wrote a letter to his neighbor, and he says, Dear Charlie, we've been neighbors for six tumultuous years. When you borrowed my snowblower, you returned it in pieces. When I was sick, you constantly made noise, blasting metal in your garage. And when your dog decorated my lawn, you laughed. I could go on and on, but I'm not one to hold grudges. So I am writing this letter to tell you that your house is on fire. Cordially, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> it takes you a minute to get that one, but... <laughs> Clayton got it right away. <laughs> well, we are sharing something we started this past Sunday, a little different series. We were talking about a short path to a great life, and I was sharing the shortest chapter in the Bible, and I'll read that for you. We'll do part two. This is Psalms 117, Psalms 117, the shortest chapter in the Bible, and it says, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations, praise him, all ye people, for his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. So only two verses, only two verses, but very powerful verses. And so we started kind of looking at what those verses say to us. And they say three things. They say three things. And so we started talking about the first thing that they say to us. And the very first thing that it says to us is that we are to live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. We are to live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. And I begin to share some of the things that happen when we praise and give thanks, some of the things that happen. Number one, we said that you esteem and honor God. You esteem and honor God. This is with affection. It's with gratitude. It's part of just loving on him and being grateful for him. You're just delighting in him and just loving on him and delighting in him and loving on him. And so it's a part of esteeming and honoring God. It's really out of a love relationship where you're just loving on him, just loving on him. And so that's what praise 
does for us. It allows us to esteem and honor God, to love on him, to show our affection, to show our gratitude, and just to show our desire for him. Number two, when you give praise and give thanks, it allows us to release our faith in him. It allows us to re release our faith in God and in his word so we can praise God so it allows us to release our faith in him. Number three, it fills us with the Holy Spirit. So when you praise God and give thanks, it fills you with the Holy Spirit. Number four, it keeps his presence and his power active and operative in our lives. And so when you're filled with praise and thanksgiving and when you keep that in your mouth and in your heart all during the day, keeps the presence and the power of God operative and active in your life. I tried it this week because I wanted to test the principle out myself as I was teaching it. I wanted to test it. And so I just endeavored every day to keep his praise and his honor and his salvation, his righteousness in my mouth, just praising him. And what I began to notice, I began to notice a lot more of God's help. A lot more of God's help just showing up. He was causing me to remember things. He was causing my steps to be ordered. He was causing things to work out for my good. And I said, man, this is really good. I'm enjoying this life of praise, this life of gratitude, because it keeps the presence of God active and operative in your life. So I just started seeing things go my way. He was like helping me out. He was helping me out. There would be times I would forget things and he would remind me. He would show me things that I had forgotten. He would just increase my wherewithal to do things and accomplish things. And he was ordering my steps, causing me to be at the right place at the right time with the right people. Everything was just falling into place. And I said, man, this is powerful. This proves out that when you keep his praise and his honor and his salvation and you keep that in your mouth all the day, you're going to sense and see more of God's help in your daily life. Who all can use a little bit more of God's help in your daily life? <laughs> I know I can. <laughs> I need all the help I can get. Praise God. My old pastor used to say, help me, Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Well, that's actually one of the names of the Holy Spirit is helper. Paraclete in the Greek means one who is called alongside to help. And so I begin to see greater manifestations of the Holy Spirit's help in my life when I kept praise and honor and salvation in my mouth all the day, all the day. Praise God. So that's one of the things that you can look forward to. And you can say it like this. You know, there are times where you don't feel like praising God because things may not be going right. You may be in difficult situations. You may be facing dark days. You may be facing bad news. You may be facing something traumatic. And, and those are dark moments where you don't feel like praising God. But I want to say it this way. Don't allow life to affect your praise 
Instead, allow praise to affect your life. And so when you will praise God in those dark moments, in the hard moments, when you will praise him when it's difficult, in difficult times, in difficult seasons, if you will praise him during those times, then praise will begin to affect your life. Praise affects your life. And so praise brings God's delivering power. It brings his delivering power and his presence. Oh, man. Here's another one, number five, something that praise and thanksgiving does for us. It's a remedy for times when you feel alone, when you feel deserted, or when you feel depressed. Psalms 22, 3 says that God inhabited the praises of his people which means that word actually inhabitus actually means to sit down, to settle, or marry. God inhabitus the praises of his people, which means to sit down, to settle, or to marry. Means that God doesn't merely visit us when we praise him, no, his presence moves in. He abides with us. He lives in us and with us. Praise God. Isn't that good? God inhabits the praises of his people. He sits down. He marries us. He settles down. And so it's an abiding presence. It's an abiding presence. And we notice that when you do that, when that abiding presence is there, here's something else I found. I found that you're going to be more joyful because Psalm 1611 says that in his presence is fullness of joy. And so because his presence has come in to sit down and to settle and marry us, his presence is abiding there, you're going to automatically be more joyful because in his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence is fullness of joy. And so that's one of the benefits. So when you praise him, it leads to his presence which leads to more joy, leads to increased joy. You want to be happy all the time? Man, keep his praise and his honor and his salvation. Keep that in your mouth. Keep his righteousness in your mouth all the day long, and you're going to find yourself more joyful because his presence. So the praise leads to his presence. Presence leads to his joy. Praise God. Isn't that good? Man, that's good. That's good. Praise God. Am I happy all by myself? <laughs> Listen to what I said. I said his praise leads to his presence, and his presence leads to his joy. His praise leads to his presence, and his presence leads to his joy. His praise leads to his presence, and his presence leads to his joy. That's why praise is the antidote for depression. Praise is the antidote for depression because praise leads to his presence, and his presence leads to his joy. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Glory, glory, glory. Man, that's good. That excites me. That excites me. And here's something else we said that praise and thanksgiving, it causes less friction in our relationships. And then the last one makes us 
happier, which we just talked about, makes us happier and healthier. So I just wanted to kind of recap some of that. I was also thinking about this when you are talking about living a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. You want to also talk of his wondrous works. You want to talk about what God is doing. So often in this life, we talk about things happening in the news. We talk about current events. There's so much negativity. If you watch the news for any amount of time, man, you'll be depressed. <laughs> you'll be depressed quickly watching the news. There are times I just had to get up and cut it off really quickly because, I mean, just right into it, they tell you how many people got shot, how many people got killed. And I said, man, cut that off immediately. <laughs> so I can't take much of it because they just flood you with so much negativity giving you all the bad. But here's what you want to do. You want to talk about what God is doing. Talk about what God is doing. Talk about what God is doing. And you will find, man, that that is so powerful when you um, begin to spend time talking about what God is doing. Talk about what God is doing. Minister Jamie and her husband Vance, they came by my house about a week ago, and they were just talking about what God was doing. And man, the glory and the presence of God was on them so strongly, and we were just conversing back and forth, and we were just rejoicing in what God was doing. And so they were, they were just sharing with me about how God was ordering their steps, and how God was putting them in different positions for ministry, and how God was touching people out in the world, and and then they were sharing with me things that were going on in their marriage. Jamie operates in the greatest level of submission I have ever seen in my life. Jamie operates in biblical submission to her husband. Unlike I have ever seen in my life, it is not modern, it is not today's time definitely, she is operating under biblical submission. And I told Jamie, I said, Jamie, what you are operating in is something I've never seen. I've never seen it. Of course, I've read about it in the Bible, but I have not seen it displayed in living color, especially in today's time. She walks in biblical submission to her husband. And because of that, man, the power and the glory of God is so strong on their marriage on their ministry, and I felt it. I said, man, I said, it's the energy coming off of you guys, and it's because of your role of submission to your husband. And when I saw that, I said, oh, my God, this is, I said, Jamie, I didn't really realize that this was possible. Like I said, I've read it in the scriptures, but I, had, I didn't know it was possible. <laughs> so the way she lives in submission to her husband and her submission to the Word of God, the submission to God, it's unlike anything I had ever seen. And I said, Jamie, this is so powerful. And as a result, God was directing their steps. God was blessing their marriage. God was opening doors for them. And I said, Jamie, all of this is happening because of your role in submission to your husband. That's why all of this has happened. God is using you to remind the church of what biblical submission looks like. Biblical submission is not a curse. It's not something to harm. It is beautiful. It's a gift. No man 
can demand submission from a woman. Submission is something that has to be given as a gift. A wife gives submission as a gift. You can't demand it. It's only a gift that can be given. And it is the beauty of submission that has evaporated from today's lifestyle. And I saw it emerge with Jamie and Vance. And I said, Jamie, what this is, is something I've never seen. I've read about it, but I've never seen it. The demonstration that the Holy Spirit is using in your marriage, I believe it'll be something so glorious that it's a reminder to the church of the beauty of submission, the glory of submission. And I saw the power, the activity of God confirming it as he was opening doors and just causing so much favor on their lives, on their ministry, and on their relationship. And man, I was honestly speechless. And I told them, I said, man, I'm just speechless because I can feel the power of God coming off of you. And when I hear your testimonies of how God's ordering your steps and opening doors for you and these things are happening, it's a result because you all are walking in such submission. You're walking in such submission. Vance is submitted to Christ. Jamie is submitted to Vance, and it's such a beautiful submission. Man, isn't that good? Man, I wish the church could see that. Like I said, I believe God's using that to show the church the beauty of submission, the beauty of submission. We've lost the fine art of submission, and we've substituted it with competition. We've substituted it with competition, trying to outdo one another, trying to see who can have the upper hand. And we've lost the beauty of submission. When you study the scriptures, biblical submission was at such a point <laughs> that Sarah literally called Abraham Lord. And when you see the beauty of submission in scripture, the way God designed it, and I tell people submission, you're not submitting to something that's going to hurt you. You're submitting to love. You're submitting to love when it's done properly. You're submitting to love. And when you submit to love, the love reciprocates back stronger and stronger. You submit to love and the love comes back stronger. It's the way God designed it, but we've kind of lost the fine art of submission. And I was just so happy to see a couple illustrated biblical submission because I had never seen it in operation to that extent as I saw in Jamie and Vance. And it's a powerful, it's a powerful symbol, especially in this day when there's such an uprising and an upheaval in the home. No wonder the divorce rate is so high because we've lost the fine art of submission. We've lost the beauty of submission. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, you submit yourselves one to another. You submit yourselves one to another. There's such a graciousness. There's such a kindness. There's something that happens that's so powerful. Praise God. Well, that's your free part. I didn't really come to talk about submission. <laughs> I had to say that because the Holy Spirit wanted me to say it, but I had to say it. But I was talking about we should fill our mouths talking about what God is doing. You talk about what God is doing. Learn to 
Make that a part of your day, talking about what God is doing. And you can talk to God yourself and say, Father, Lord, I recognize what you just did for me. I recognize how you just delivered me. I recognize how you just saved me. I recognize how you just led me. I recognize how you just had me in the right place at the right time, how you happened to meet the right person. I recognize how you ordered my steps and you brought to my remembrance right at the right time. You gave me just what I needed right at the right time. So you begin to talk about what God is doing in your day. Start talking about what God is doing. Start talking about what God is doing. Praise God. Well, that's all a part of living a a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. That's all a part of living a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. Man, y'all got quiet when I started talking about submission. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> and so you talk about what God is doing. You talk about what God is doing. You talk about what God is doing. I always find something good to say. I always find something good to say. I always find something good to say. There was a woman, she was in the mirror. She was looking at herself. She said, boy, I've gotten old. She said, man, I'm fat. She said, in fact, I'm downright ugly. Then she said to her husband, she said, you need to compliment me. He said, you have perfect eyesight. <laughs> so you always find something good to say. I always find <laughs> always find something good to say. Always find something good to say. <laughs> well when you do this, you start doing it wherever you go. You start doing it wherever you go. I was at a little chicken place picking up my mother some my mother loves wings I was picking her up some wings and uh, there's two little ladies working in there and they were just kind of they were exhausted because they were short staffed and I just began to tell them I said you guys are doing such a great job I appreciate the service you all are doing and they felt so bad because they were running behind on orders and it was taking a little longer but when I began to speak graciously to them I saw them just have a sigh of relief, and they just lit up and smiled and said, thank you so much. But you just want to speak good things wherever you go. That's a part of living a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. You want to talk about what God is doing. You want to speak a blessing to other people wherever you go. Remember, you are light. You are salt in the earth. You are light and salt in the earth. Light and salt. You're always showing God's colors. And you're always sharing God's flavor. You are salt and light in the earth. You're not normal people. You're not regular people. You're people filled with the Spirit of God. You're people who have the Lord Jesus Christ living on the inside you're people who are redeemed and washed and filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. You are people who are citizens of heaven. Yes. Yes. That's who you are. That's who you are. And we live that way while we're on the earth. 
sharing heaven wherever we go. You share a piece of God's kingdom wherever you go. And so you begin to speak good things and bless people. I was on the phone with uh, Pastor Nathaniel yesterday. I believe he was at Walmart and uh, he was buying a chair from Walmart and I was on the phone and I could hear him as he finished with the lady who was helping him. He said, I just want to say to you that you have such a bright, vibrant spirit and you're just so wonderful and you give such wonderful service. And he said, I just want to buy your lunch and I could just, even though I couldn't see the lady, I could hear, I could just hear her excitement. And I want to say I could hear her smile, if that makes sense. I couldn't see her smile, but I could hear her smile. But that's what we are. We're salt and light. Wherever we go, man, we're sharing God's kingdom. We're brightening people's lives. We're sharing God's flavor. We're sharing his goodness and his love wherever we go. And so you always want to find something good to say. You always want to say something good and you'll be surprised how this will completely dramatically change your life and impact others my friend dr jason thomas he put it this way he said minimize the drama maximize the moment magnify the lord minimize the drama maximize the moment Magnify the Lord. Philippians 4.8 says, Whatever things are just, lovely, pure, good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. The Message Bible says, Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do your best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious. The best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not to curse. And so that's the heart of Philippians 4.8, living a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. Praise God. I'm going to stop right there. I didn't even get into part two. Part two, remember now in Psalms 117, it's the, shortest, it's the shortest chapter in the whole Bible, and it tells us three things. The first thing it tells us is to live a lifestyle, praise and gratitude. The second thing it tells us, which is what I was going to get into tonight, but I didn't make it. <laughs> I don't know. I felt I just needed to spend a little bit more time on the first thing that it told us. Praise God. Live a lifestyle of praise. Live a lifestyle of praise. Live a lifestyle of praise. And it's not only praise to God, but it affects how you affect other people. You live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. You live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. Remember, praise will lead to his presence. His presence will lead to joy. Praise God. Praise God. Those of you who are watching by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this message in its entirety, absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. Praise God. Amen. 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 You are listening to brothersoftheword.com.
This was part two of the series titled A Short Path to a Great Life by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 3063. That's 3063. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 3063 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because brother you need the word. From brother.